0: The Kate Daly show starts now. Halloween, and uh, my mom goes, Josh, can you run to Walgreens? We need more candy. Also, your niece's costume isn't fitting right in the back. You get some straight pins, that would be great. It's like oh, I have to go to two Walgreens. She goes, no, just get them all at the same one. I go I can't walk up to the register with a bag of fun-sized Snickers and a box of needles.
1: Um, happy Halloween to all of you! Uh, I can't believe it's Halloween. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hi. Hi. Is it Halloween? <laughs> you didn't get the memo uh-uh. <laughs> all week long. Anyway, hi. Oh man, let's hit the ground running, shall we? There's just too much. To it run? is rich with topics today. Um, yes, 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 yes. We have to run. We have to okay. run. Okay. Well, happy Halloween to all of you. We were just talking about Kanye West on the, on the break, um, coming into the show, by the way. And that's such an interesting thing. Kanye West, um, hmm. You know, he has been, he's had, he's been saying some really interesting things, and I'm really <laughs> loving it.
2: Yeah, he has. And, he. you know, he's the true woke one. Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's what's so scary to the Democrats. Well,
1: yeah, he's standing up against abortion. He's standing up. He says, you know, everybody, all you Trump haters, do you guys can you guys not get out of your box and think for yourselves? I mean, why do you even hate him? I mean, have you even asked yourselves that? And he's he's talking to another talk show host about. Well, let me, let me play. This is just like one minute long. I mean, let me play this because he talks about having children. You'll never hear this on the left. Here you go. At America First Credit Union. Oh, not that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, not. Not that, Um, not that, but uh, let's see, let's see. You're ready to take it. Nope, 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 not that either. Okay, got my clips. Here we go.
0: Well, rapper and entertainer Kanye West appeared on David Letterman's Netflix show recently. While there, he said something pretty true, obviously true, but really said out loud. The American left has suddenly decided to bully the rest of us.
1: Okay, I'm not going to play that clip. I'm actually going to go back and I'm going to play this other one. Here we go.
0: What's a regular night in for you and Kim now? Kanye and Kim—they got nothing to do Tuesday night. What are they doing? I don't like going out at nighttime. I like being at home it's with so my nice. family at night as much as possible. So I what don't is like that night? What do you do? We go, we'll eat dinner and we'll play with the kids and then we'll put the kids to bed and then we go to bed. Like normal and then people. My wife watches Dateline. So she watches Dateline, and you're not really watching anything. You're just straight straight to sleep. I read the Bible. I read the Bible. Yes. Seriously, you sit and read the Bible. Yes. What is, tell me this, I've got three kids, you've got four kids. Would you recommend my wife and I going for a fourth? Oh, absolutely. Really? The richest thing that you can have is as many children as possible. So are you saying you would roll for a fifth? For seven. Shut up, you want seven kids. Yes. Have you and Kim talked
1: about this? This is something that you'd like to do. Yes. Seven children. Yes. Wow. I need to talk to my wife. Um, <laughs> I need to talk to my wife. Um, that, was, uh, that was a late night talk show host talking to Kanye. You know, he sounds like the most sane person in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. He I said, think it's great. By he, the way.
2: This was the one that really impressed me. He said, he said, Democrats had us voting for Democrats. Because of food stamps for years, guns in the 80s, taking fathers out of the home, plan B, lowering our votes and making us abort our children.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: That's some serious stuff.
1: Yeah. No and wonder they're giving him so much bad press. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. They're trampling him right now in the press. They're and, making him out. To and be crazy. in
2: the midst of it, mm-hmm. his new album, Jesus is King, is like yeah. psh, off the charts.
1: I know. It's amazing. And like he said, he goes through the Bible Belt, right? All the time. And and he's surrounded by people who have an understanding of, of God and they understand these things. And I'm serious when I say Thank you. I mean, at least, you know what, maybe maybe he'll get some people to look in that direction. It's awesome.
2: Actually, what he said was, all of America is the Bible Belt.
1: All of America. <laughs> I love it's that. It's not just That's this so Bible cool. Belt we
2: used to talk about. All, so from cool. Los Angeles to New York is the Bible Belt.
1: You know what? Good for him good for him i I say good on you good on uh, kanye west i've never been a fan of kanye but i'll tell you something in the last few interviews i'm i'm the one cheering the loudest i mean i think he's i think that he's doing a good job in in raising some great points getting people to think and asking them why they're not thinking
2: well it's great and that's the thing because Mm -hmm. he's not promoting any candidates Mm -mm. he doesn't promote he doesn't get out and say vote for president trump right what he's saying is think for yourself right Right. Don't vote for somebody because the Democratic Party tells you to vote. Exactly.
1: For them. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Um, I also wanted to uh, there was an article. I also wanted to say there, there was an article. If Trump lost his Trumpiness, he'd win in a landslide. I was like, you have just got to be kidding me. Anyway, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about that's, that more. I know. I mean...
2: I mean, that's just ridiculous.
1: I know. Yes. Um, if Hillary would lose her criminality, maybe we wouldn't yeah. have to see her over and over again. Bill is out there touting her again. How's that for a horror story? Yeah, he's out there touting her once again. Um, uh, you know, oh, she she may or, or may not run. Oh, gosh, please. Um, let's talk local. Let's talk some local stuff. Um, in interviewing about this whole impeachment nonsense... Um, First of all, I have to say, they're making it look so close, and they're making it look like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's moving forward, but it's oh, so close. And I, you know what, ugh, the whole thing is such a charade. I can't, I can't even express to you how much of a charade this is. But who did they interview? Two, two congressmen,
2: right? They, they interviewed Eric Swalwell, the genius of California,
1: <laughs> uh-huh. and our
2: own Chris Stewart.
1: Wow. Okay. They, they. Okay. Wait a minute. So they out of anyone they could have chosen. Okay. They pick Chris Stewart, our congressperson, uh-huh. Uh-huh. our congressperson that would throw mm-hmm. Trump under a bus as fast as he possibly could in any instance.
2: Not okay. only would, but uh, yeah. did when Chris Wallace asked him, mm-hmm. um, "Do you feel that it is wrong for the president to to ask a a foreign president to Help dig up dirt on a on a political opponent.
1: Wait a minute is that is that exactly what happened? Well, when that's, he frame that question,
2: no, that's oh, not yeah. even what happened. Right. And had I been Chris Stewart sitting there, I would have looked him in the eye and said, "Why are you asking that? That's not what happened."
1: That would be a normal person. That's a the, normal person. Yes. But he said, said
2: "What did he, Chris say? Stewart, basically said?" Um. Well, it's not illegal. It's not criminal. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) like That's a big help. Yeah, he's guilty, but it's not criminal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just tell the truth. Yeah. I swear to you every single time he will throw him under the bus any chance he possibly gets. He couldn't stand up for the truth when it came to Trump. It it wouldn't matter. When are people finally going to see that? Never. It's such a it's such a traitor behavior, and I don't like that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's just he used him and used him and used him. Chris Stewart did to get elected used him at town halls used him to say I'm behind him and then the second he gets elected he throws him under the bus Mary Burkett, I wish you'll win this election I no. really do please Mary Burkett, because you know what if people don't vote for Mary you're going to get this times 100 in the next go around I'm
2: really surprised amazing. that on the vote today I hope Mary
1: gets it yeah
2: not one republican switch sides Two Democrats did. Oh, my gosh. I'm amazed. Oh,
1: wow. Wow. Um, I just, oh, man, just the whole traitor, traitor thing. I don't like that. And I don't like how people do business like that. And I wouldn't trust that as far as I could throw it. And I just hope people can see through this. I really do. I trust him about as much as I trust Romney. And that should tell you volumes. Um yeah, Chris Stewart. Um, mm-hmm. Not a fan. Not a fan since since the second day he was in office.
2: Well, he does what he's told. Yep. And the period and yep. the story. He is he establishment he
1: through and through. And I know Mary wouldn't be. And uh, we just. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just so tired of of listening to him throw somebody under the bus. I mean, come on. Um, we have enough people doing that. Let's. Uh, I want to talk local politics too. Um, I want to talk about um, the National Association of Real Estate. Can we talk about that? Um, So there's two candidates in Washington, Belliston and Coates, who received six grand each. That's a lot of money from the National um, uh, Association of Real Estate. And um, the other candidates didn't even come close to that. In fact, the other candidates were off on a whole other, it looks like a whole other campaign track. And then there's Coates and Belliston. And... um, they, uh, they are um, getting the benefit, should you say, of, of NARPAC, you know, the National Association of Real Estate. What's interesting is, Washington County gave NARPAC, which is actually located in Chicago, gave them 2,700 dollars. That's on the high end. Normally it's like a thousand and under, you know, like two hundred bucks. But all across the country, these real estate associations give them money. But we gave them a lot of money. And the problem with this is what this does to the strings attached. There's a reason that they're going to give two candidates six grand a piece, and the other candidate's not a dime. Well, they funded um, about fifty-two percent Democrat, and the rest about forty-five. Sorry, about forty-five percent Republican. They gave Nancy Pelosi say four grand last year. Okay. Mm They gave our two local guys this outfit from Chicago that's countrywide. Six grand a piece.
2: Well, they must just, really like them. They em.
1: really like them. And uh, what, what does this do? What does this do? What kind of problem does this present? Well, it presents a few problems. And a few of the problems are the fact that it can, um, it can make development interests very interesting. It can um, also um, benefit the city owned land at the community expense. Um, and it has a lot to do with city owned land. That means our expense, the Mm -hmm. citizens tax, the taxation of citizens has to do with community transportation, has to do with, uh, candidates that are backed in companies by real estate and development. Um, yeah, yeah, kind of interesting, right? Um, they do, they get involved in a lot of local races and they've been doing this for a long time. In fact, in 2012, they were one of the largest lobbyists, uh, And and gave money to candidates to help sway, you know, some of those decisions coming down the pike for real estate in our future.
2: Yeah, I'm not pointing fingers or anything. This sounds corrupt to me.
1: <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's not good. It's not good. And, um, and I just, I, I, I think knowing where somebody gets all of the funding to do the things they're doing, people need to know where that money's coming from and why and who they're beholden to is, I think, the, the number one thing.
2: I think it's the number one thing is very simple.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Why does a city councilman from the city of Washington, Utah, need mm-hmm. national money?
1: Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show.
3: In southern Utah, you have a lot of options for Internet, but only one real choice. AWI Networks, for three very important reasons. We're locally owned and operated, no hidden fees ever, and the most reliable network in southern Utah. So no need to shop around. Just go to awinetworks.com. A-W-I. Would you like to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial Friday afternoons at 5 on St. George News Radio 1450. The path to and through retirement can be rough, but it doesn't have to be. Find out how on your family and your retirement with Abe and Eric from Ashen Wealth Tuesday at 5 on St. George News Radio 93.1 at 1450 KZNU
0: when Tempur-Pedic first came onto the scene they literally revolutionized sleep well they're still revolutionizing it with their new ProAdapt line with advanced pressure relief for deep relaxation you've never slept like this because there's never been anything like this hi I'm Dave Mizrahi owner of Best Mattress come try one today and pay no interest for 72 months plus we'll throw in two free Tempur-Pedic pills or $300 off a Tempur-Pedic adjustable base Best Mattress home of the sleepy Easy guarantee. One of the most important ideas about the place that we choose to live is that it feels like home. Hi, I'm Troy Belliston, and I'm running for re-election to serve on the Washington City Council. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to serve the community and meet the many residents of this beautiful and charming place that we call home. I've learned of your concerns about the issues facing the city, and I've forged incredible relationships that I hope to continue to build and nurture as I seek to work for the people of Washington for a second term. This November, vote for Troy Belliston and keep Washington City Feeling like home.
2: Attention homeowners, winter is right around the corner. Now is the perfect time before it gets too cold to get your recommended annual heating tune-up. Call today for Air Care Professionals Heating Tune-Up Special. Or if it's time to replace your unit, Air Care Professionals and Bryant are offering up to $1,500 off a new heating and cooling system and 0% for up to 60 months
0: equipment financing options OAC.
2: Air Care Professionals and Bryant are doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Call Air Care Professionals early before it gets too cold, 628-2423
0: or online at AirCarePros.com.
1: I tried to quit on my own, but I was just too sick, and the withdrawals were just too bad.
0: I wanted a comfortable detox, and it was a relief to know that Shadow Mountain Medical Detox had a trained medical staff on duty 24 hours a day.
1: If you or a loved one has ever found yourself in this situation due to withdrawal from alcohol, opioids, or other drugs, Shadow Mountain Medical Detox Hospital wants you to know there is help. Shadow Mountain Medical Detox is joint commission accredited and currently the only licensed medical detox hospital in southern Utah, offering 24-hour nursing and daily
3: consultation with our medical provider. Shadow Mountain Medical Detox works with most insurance companies
1: and is currently contracted with Select Health and PEHP. With nearly seven years' experience in southern Utah, Shadow Mountain Medical Detox knows how to help you properly avoid the severe health risks associated with abruptly quitting drugs and alcohol. Get your life back today. Shadow Mountain Medical Detox where lifelong healing from addiction begins. Visit ShadowMountainRecovery.com today or call 435-228-7747
4: Halloween time
1: is exciting for kids.
3: Let's help keep them safe this year by driving a little more slowly, being a little more alert and giving yourself a few extra minutes to get there on time.
4: These safety tips, courtesy Me, Sherry McGee.
3: And me, Mike Barker.
4: Your local state farm
0: insurance agents.
3: With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435 922 7000. Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of The Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery helping people find recovery. Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450.
0: This is The Kate Daly Show. Would you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see
2: This our town of Halloween This is Halloween, this is Halloween Pumpkin screaming Hi
1: there, oh, welcome back to Kate Daly's show That's what you're listening to Uh Hi Uncle Miltie Hi Kate How are you? I'm um,
2: disgusted.
1: I am too. I am too. Um, I was just talking about uh, a local race in Washington City where um, a couple of the candidates are getting propped up by national funders in the uh, form of um, the National Association of Real Estate of uh, yeah realtors, and mm-hmm. what a problem that presents because of housing and land and. You know how the city always makes regulations and yeah. motions and all these things and city owned properties and, um come into play on this, and heck, it can be a very big problem. Mm. And those two people were Belliston, are Belliston and Coates, and they're receiving these big dollars to prop up their campaigns. And um, there's a problem with that, because no matter, when, when they get their money from somebody, they're beholden to that industry. Mm. And it was uh, $6,000 a piece. That's a lot for a local race with, what, 25,000 people? Mm-hmm. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. And that was just part of the money. I, that was just, that wasn't even half of the money received. And there were some candidates that hardly had a dime to their name and they were there you know a lot of them are funding their own and and uh they're up against those two candidates but i don't like to see that kind of money influence their decisions and if you're a developer in construction or um in in real estate and all of these things it can be an even bigger problem because of the influence and it really is sad to, to see that I, to me it's to me i i i detest that kind of stuff i don't like it and I, I think people should understand.
2: I think there's why. really something wrong with any candidate mm-hmm. for a local position like this uh-huh. to take money from outside the city.
1: Yeah, it, it's concerning. I mean, it, very. Yeah. Cons-
2: I see low income housing on the horizon.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it, it, there is. There's some big, huge things about affordable housing that are attached to why they get involved, by the way. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
4: Hi, Kate. Regarding the candidates accepting grant money from the National Association of Realtors, Uh um, it's actually a good thing. They go along with your politics Mm -hmm. because they're all about personal property rights.
1: Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. They're not into the government subsidizing Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. They're into, you know, like out in the fields, they have that big thing about um, density. Mm Mm-hmm. They're all about um, making sure that nothing is infringing on personal property rights. Mm -hmm. They are um, highest use. Um, They are all about not infringing on people like, for example, people who moved out to the fields. They moved out to the fields because Mm -hmm. it's the Mm fields. So in that example, they would be the ones that were helping fighting against commercial coming in and high density coming in. Interesting. Does that make any sense? Uh, well, it yeah. does, but well, if you, it, it well, does, look but at their it not
1: mm-hmm. like I have. I've, I've, I've read it. The Realtors, you'll yep. have a greater understanding of actually what they stand for. No, I, I've actually read it. Um, and the problem I'm seeing is there seems to be an awful lot of press that comes up about affordable housing and them kind of sanctioning the way for affordable housing. I don't like that so much. Um, I understand that there are times when they can be for private property rights, but the problem. Problem is, and I think most people are seeing this. Why are they so heavily invested into those two candidates? Why, and and what are because they going those to candidates be?
4: Candidates went to them and asked for the grant money.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's an awful lot of money, That's considering what... they gave
4: Pelosi four. Yeah, grand. they're not propping them up, but they do mm-hmm. have a pack that is just for this purpose for mm-hmm. local candidates to go fight for. for you know, they you know that go along with the personal property right thing. Uh, and along the ho- affordable right. housing situation, mm-hmm. uh-huh. the realtors, and I can't speak for everybody, but I'm actually a realtor. Uh-huh. I'm heavily involved in this. Mm-hmm. And the realtors in this area, from what I understand, everybody I've talked to, right? were all about the market dictates. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. You can't go in and say, you can only sell your home for this because we need affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Because that infringes on that seller's rights. Mm-hmm. You can't... You, you can't do those things. It's all about everybody having the freedom to manage their property according to their desires or that, what they but, need. Mm-hmm. But that's already, and,
1: that's already something that if somebody knew what government was supposed to be and what it wasn't supposed to be, you wouldn't need the National Board of Realtors lobbying at the tune that they're lobbying. You know, they're spending, um, so much money. In fact, in 2012, they were rated almost number one in helping candidates across the board in local races to, f- to federal races. And the problem I'm seeing, are some of the write-ups about them, uh, especially the you know being called the Super PAC based in Chicago, and what exactly they're lobbying for. A, a person that that goes for a city council race that understands good government is going to take care of private land ownership. They don't need they don't need the reinforcement club of big dollars coming in to save them.
4: Do you know what I mean? So but that they do need the big mm-hmm. club to go to to Salt Lake and to Washington. You know, Washington, D.C., to advocate for them to not impose the 12% tax on transferring of property mm-hmm. that was part of the Obamacare mm-hmm. thing. They mm-hmm. do need them to meet with, you know, how they've been having all this taxation, these taxation meetings throughout the state. Uh huh. The Association of Realtors were there to fight against any new taxes and mm-hmm. to not have... They are trying. They were trying to put on a, a tax on services. Mm-hmm. You know, you're all aware of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the realtors were integral in getting, mm-hmm. you know, in every meeting mm-hmm. to oppose that. Mm-hmm. The realtors are all about not having additional taxes when it comes to buying and selling a property, which the legislature has been trying to incur. Mm-hmm. They're all about not being involved with the government when it comes to housing they, they want the government mm-hmm. out of housing yep. because that is a personal I, thing uh-huh. so they're I, really not for all of these programs that are flying around mm-hmm. you know the affordable housing stuff and everything but they are they're, i mean i've read
1: articles about the fact number that they one are
4: priority are. is mm-hmm. personal property rights.
1: but the problem is is that the articles aren't saying that. So what I'm finding... They're not. Is, they're
4: skewed to whatever, the you know, they mm-hmm. all have an agenda, Okay. But they're not representing mm-hmm.
1: them properly. Well, I, I mean, there's been a lot of write-ups, we'll say that. And the influence on the candidates from local races all across the United States, they can have influence from um, on regulation on how land and property is utilized um, in all different ways. And so I think one of the caveats of this group could be, oh, we're all for private property, and then when you really sort of look at it, too, they also have a lot of influence on the developers and how that land is utilized, and city-owned lands, and all kinds of things. I mean, I've got to move on to other topics, but this is this is I this is a problem, and I think that there there I don't think there should be room for them to come into a local race like this and outspend everybody, you know, um, fifteen to one, and to say to everybody, these are our two candidates, the ones that are going to play ball with us. Whether you think that road is great whether i think that road is very worrisome i don't think they should be involved and i think we should have candidates that understand the proper role of government it would solve the problem they wouldn't need six thousand dollars from the national real estate association but i like your phone call actually thank you for that i really do i really really do appreciate the phone call yep. um and i like the point of view um, I've read both sides of it, and mm-hmm. I'm still worried. <laughs> what does that say? I'm still worried. So there's, I think there's a definite problem. Well, and
2: there's always two sides. <laughs> yeah, know, there's yeah. no question about that. Oh yeah, that.
1: for sure, for sure. Um, I uh, well, let, let me let me put it this way. Here's one of the articles. Uh, the N A the N A R applauds administration's actions to increase Americans' access to affordable housing. They are very much behind affordable housing and those are the big programs that they say you know that they're not really for but they're for private property i think private property is kind of a way to allow them to lobby so often and to both sides of the fence but i just um i'm very very worried when when two candidates get that much money and why is washington county giving so much money to them over and above other people it's just bizarre anyway
2: I don't don't, see how a county can give any candidate money. So,
1: you know, it's something to look at and do some homework on. um, And I really do appreciate the call. Um, I just think there's so much to that that's mm Oh, I don't I I I don't like it at all. And we have we have, you know, um candidates that just absolutely don't know the proper role of government. It's a t this is tough. It's tough to even want to vote. It's hard.
2: Actually I decided I don't think I'm going to vote in really? the St. George City Council. There's no one on that ballot that I can vote for. Uh-huh. I,
1: That's so there hard. There just isn't. I that mean, is so hard. Aren't. I know. It's tough out there. It's tough out there. Um but uh Anyway, so we agree to disagree, myself and the caller. That's fine. Um, Happens all the time. But um, we'll move on because there's so many other topics, too. But, yeah, I, I just see. I think I think it's kind of skewed to show that they that they are investing in private property because what? Let's put it this way. If they're the big if they're the biggest one of the bigger lobbyists. okay, and they are pushing all these candidates. So what do we have less of today? we have less property rights. That's the outcome. And if that's the outcome, that means that Boy, they sure aren't doing a very good job of helping with those property rights, are yeah. they? So we have a big problem because we seem to be doing more and more and more special projects. You know how the budget just went um, and uh, $25 million higher in Washington and, what, $190 million, $160 million higher 160 million. in, in, in St. George? You know what they blame it on? Capital projects, all these yeah. projects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ask yourself what those projects are about. Because we have a big, sincere problem in this uh, area of identifying big government, and the outcome of all their lobbying and all their millions of dollars has not been a good one for the American people because they're not doing a great job, are they? They're not really helping. So if they were, my gosh, we uh, we would see some benefit. Um, I'm not seeing any benefit. I'm seeing the budgets get much worse, and I'm seeing more and more capital projects and big expenditures and spending us into oblivion and us paying yeah. higher taxes.
2: Well, your property taxes didn't go up much, did they?
1: Only $250 in one year. Sweet. Whoa. Yeah. I just, you know, we get the bill as a taxpayer, and that's proof to me that we're going in the wrong direction. So, to me, I'm not sold <coughs> on the fact that there are some do-gooder, do-gooder outfit. Sorry. I know. Hard to hear, hard to hear that. But that's my point of view. Um, all right, man, we Good have a on lot. Ya. We have a lot. We have a lot to talk about. Um, okay. Um, gosh, we have so much work to do with the governor's race and all kinds of different races coming up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, there it's going to get crazy. I just uh, noticed today that there's a candidate for governor that's Yeah. Appeared on the on the horizon.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't.
2: I haven't made a decision yeah, about yeah. this candidate at all. There's
1: but I, several.
2: I did point out that, that she made on her website. She made a statement about education, mm-hmm. and she's. It was a pretty long paragraph about all the things that she doesn't think belong in education. And it starts out saying the federal government should not be involved in education decisions in Utah, and mm-hmm. I oppose efforts to usurp local control. Right. And then it goes on with a list of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it, as far as I'm concerned, it should have just stopped at the federal government should not be involved, period. <laughs> yeah, Let's just tell <laughs> right, the right. governor, t- Tell I want to tell the federal government, Utah is not going to listen to the Department of Education anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't need your money. Right. And we don't need your mandates. Amen. Period. End of story.
1: Amen. Yeah. But
2: it's like the same old thing. No, I All know. All these promises and hyperbole. I know. Let's you know, get I, real about it.
1: I don't have a lot of faith in local politics and also state politics and i know it sounds so bad doesn't it it's just after doing this for eight years i get to see the ugly side too I'm up close and personal it is not good it is not good well
2: the governor's race is so important though.
1: i know i know it is it is um i just always just hear a lot of rhetoric anyway we'll be right back on the kate Daly show
3: How would you like to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial, Friday afternoons at 5 on St. George News Radio, 1450.
0: The Southern Utah RV, Boat, and Power Sports Show is taking over the Red Cliffs Malloween now through Saturday. Check out the latest and greatest from all the top manufacturers, RVs from Nielsen RV, boats from RPM, and Power Sports from MotoZoo, plus food trucks in Nielsen RV's haunted trailer. It's to die for. The Southern Utah RV, Boat, and Power Sports Show going on now through Saturday at the Red Cliffs Malloween. For more details, visit any of the Nielsen RV stores or as always go to NielsenRV.com One of the most important ideas about the place that we choose to live is that it feels like home. Hi, I'm Troy Belliston, and I'm running for re-election to serve on the Washington City Council. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to serve the community and meet the many residents of this beautiful and charming place that we call home. I've learned of your concerns about the issues facing the city, and I've forged incredible relationships that I hope to continue to build and nurture as I seek to work for the people of Washington for a second term. This November, vote for Troy Belliston and keep Washington City feeling like home.
4: (laughs) Frank and I just celebrated our 27th anniversary, but unlike the past four years, this one was special because this time Frank refused to accept defeat. This time we didn't just celebrate our marriage, we celebrated Frank's victory.
3: Some things we just have to live with. Erectile dysfunction is not one of them. Declare your victory today. Set up a no cost consultation today at East West Health Clinic, St. George. East West Health Clinic on East Riverside Drive.
4: Shadow Mountain Medical Detox knows how to help you detox properly, avoiding the severe health risks associated with abruptly quitting. Shadow Mountain Medical Detox, where lifelong healing from addiction begins. Visit ShadowMountainRecovery.com today or call 435 228 7747.
3: Have you been? With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000.
1: This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home home flooring connection need a new floor call the expert home flooring connection home flooring connection.com best mattress the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic save up to $1,500 on Beauty Beautyrest and Sherwood free delivery and setup with the best mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee why shop anywhere else balance of nature changing the world
4: one life at a time
2: I've been taking it for five years and I have not been sick once. I mean, I tell people all the time. I went to Texas three years ago with my wife and my son. We were all in the same hotel room. I was sleeping in the middle of them. They were both so sick, hacking away. My daughter called from Jersey. She was sick. She threw up. I never got sick. So
0: nobody can tell me these things don't work. I mean, I'm thrilled with it. I really am. I, I just don't get sick. I don't even get colds anymore. It's amazing.
4: Experience the balance of nature your difference for yourself call or go online now and become a preferred customer which gives you our best pricing and free shipping and we will take an additional 35% off of your first order this will be a limited time offer so don't wait call 800-2468-751 that's 800 800- 2468751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code canyon. WMI Mutual Insurance Company has been insuring seniors and
1: offering Medicare supplement policies for more than 30 years. They've earned a reputation for personal, courteous, and professional services as well as accurate claim processing and affordable premiums. Trying to understand all the insurance programs being offered to you is exhausting. Make it
4: simple and easy. Visit wmimetagap.com or call 4 3 5 3 1 3
1: 17 this is a solicitation of insurance.
0: Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. an eerie sight. For my monster from a slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the it caught on in a flash.
2: He did
1: the Hi there, welcome back. Kate the Daly's I'm so to glad that we can have discussions on the air. It's really refreshing. It's fun, and I really enjoy it. I like the show we're able to do just yeah. because I think that we're able to talk about things that not a lot of shows are. And I I, I love that. I think it's great. Uh, welcome back, of course, uh, to the Kate Daly Show. And uh, there's a couple of things on my mind. Um, Uh, Number one, I was I I did a post about Halloween, and I really meant it. You know, this is I I, we've talked this week about Halloween and some of the things that you know the helicopterishness going Mm -hmm. on and some of the things that have changed. And you know, I'm not a huge fan of trunk or treats because I think it takes away. What are you rolling your eyes about? Trunk or treat. (laughs) (laughs) Trunk or treat. I I know. Kind of takes away from kids going to neighbors' houses, which I really like because we don't live in Compton. You know what I mean? Like, we should be able to just trick-or-treat here. Anyway, and, uh, but I did talk about the positive aspect of it that I really do treasure. And, I, and it really is sort of a, uh, a moment where I go, wow, you know, this is it's pretty neat to watch the country kind of do this thing that we do every year. And I just wanted to say this because when you strip away sort of the part of Halloween of really what we're tr- honoring, <laughs> okay, strip that away, but really when you get down to it, in every single city, big or small, right? Little kids are going to dress up in costume and pretend they're somebody and walk up to a door of total strangers. And those strangers have bought candy, have it by the door, and are going to ooh and ah over your kids' costumes and tell them how great they look and make them feel really special and, and, and help them to have a fun night, the same fun night they had in their own childhood. And this is going to go around, this is going to go on all over the country. And you know, it really speaks to the kindness of people and the kindness of strangers and also getting to know your neighbors. This is a night without electronics. Moms, put away your dang phones tonight. Don't take a million pictures. Take the night off and just watch your kids go from neighbor to neighbor and meet their neighbors. I just, to me, it, it speaks about who we are as a, as a country and and, and and who we are as people in general. I think it's pretty great that you'll have a couple on a fixed income that will make sure they buy a bag of candy and have it by the door just in case one Mm trick-or-treater comes. Just one trick-or-treater. And do you know how, how sad people get when they don't even get one? Oh, it is. It's sad. They get kind of, you know, oh, I didn't even get one.
2: I get very sad when I don't get any.
1: I know. Well, (laughs) you want to you want to give these kids attention and act scared and and, you know, go along with this thing. Everybody plays this little charade, this game and the whole country's in on it. And there's even the universal turn your front porch light off if you really don't want to be bothered. sign. Right. But I think it's so great that. That we're able to do this as a country. There's no politics. There's no religion. There's no nothing. It's just nice. It's just people being nice to each other and making sure that all these little kids have a great experience. And if a teenager comes to your door, be glad they're not out partying. Be glad that they're trick-or-treating. Who cares if they want a candy bar? Give them one. Don't be a hag. <laughs> you know, just give them a give them a dang candy bar. Um, I just think that we need to embrace that as a culture a little bit and say, you know what? We're able to do that. And it works out pretty good for us.
2: But there are people out there working their best to ruin it.
1: Yes, I you mean, have those people. You'll yeah. always have those people, though. You just will. And you know what? They're like that in every facet of their life. So let them. You know, you'll always have that. But for the majority, don't you think? Let me, let me ask you this, Uncle Milty. Every year, do you buy some candy to make sure you have some on gun?
2: Absolutely. Every and I haven't year. had a trick-or-treater at my door in almost 10 years. But
1: you still buy the candy. I sure do. There's my point right there. And why do you do it?
2: Because I don't want to not have it if they come knocking (laughs) on my door. (laughs) Because you
1: don't want to feel bad. Because it kind of kills that that momentum for them and their fun night. that's
2: not the reason. The reason is I remember what I used to do to people that didn't hand out candy. (laughs) (laughs) The trick.
1: You're so mean. (laughs) Why does that not surprise me with you? Um, You know, I, I really love that this speaks to who we are and you can appreciate that or not appreciate that or argue with me. It's totally fine. But you know what? At Halloween, when I hear a door open and I hear perfect strangers going, Oh, you look so cute. Oh, you look so great. Oh, here's a piece of candy. And those kids sort of trot off happy, happy, happy. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know what, man, people are nice. They really are. They're kind and they're sweet. And they don't even have to be told to be kind in a T-shirt or a meme. They, they just are. And they always have been. Because if you think about my generation your generation because you're so much older than me (laughs) (laughs) he laughs he wants to kill me right now Mm -hmm. and the younger generations we're all doing it for the next generation and we're we're getting in on the game and we're all aware that this is what happens on this one night a year and everybody's game pretty much everyone's game i just think that's cool anyway all right um Haunted places in Utah. I just wanted to say I've done this before on the show, but SUU comes up as one of the number 1 places. Really? Yeah, it has a sighting all the time of some young girl who died up there. Yeah, do you believe in these ghost sightings? Yes. You do.
2: I I believe there's something to it. I haven't quite figured out why. I think it's
1: kind. I think it's kind of interesting. I really do. There's uh, a couple of hotels um, in uh, that are very, very well known, and I think it is moon. Is it Moon Lake? I'm pretty sure it's Moon Lake or Moon something. You guys can tell me Moon. I don't know. Is there like a little little lake that's called Moon something? Anyway, the mm. Devereaux Mansion, the old Tooele Hospital. Um, yeah, it's the, Moon Lake. Moon Lake. Okay, Moon Lake uh, in the High Uintas. Haunted. A uh, lot of sightings there um, uh, of people that they think have died. And all these places have that. Um, the, Grand, the Rio Grande Depot. And uh, uh, the is it Lomond? Ben Lomond Hotel, Ogden? I don't Lamond. know if it's pronounced that Lamond. And Intel. there's
2: the McCune Mansion. And the McCune
1: Mansion, yeah. These are all real. Like I guess year after year, people will will attest to seeing ghosts in the in the doorways or in the uh, windows, and and uh, the the legend keeps on going. I know.
2: It, I didn't know this though. The What's Mountain that? Meadows Massacre's haunted. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess so. Yeah.
2: I didn't know that.
1: Yep. There's I, there's a lot of places I've been surprised. Hi, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
0: Hey Kate, Hi on The um, Haunted Places in Utah. Uh-huh. Ghost Adventures, they're out of Las Vegas. They have a TV show. Okay. They were in a place up north where was a former Catholic something or another, like mm-hmm. um, where the nuns would stay or something.
1: Oh yeah, the towilla. Kinda Is in it? the mountains
0: or somewhere out in uh, somewhere out in Salt Lake. And it's kinda turned real spooky. So,
1: yeah. There's
0: some wacky in- stuff going on. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the place, but I I, that's another place I
1: mm, think of. Um, well, Rock Canyon, too. There's a couple of them. Thanks for that. I really appreciate it. Rock Canyon, there's just, they're just a couple of places. Um, and I, I do. I think it's kind of funny, SUU down here in southern Utah. Hmm. Um, and it's weird how you can kind of feel that with a place. I think that's kind of interesting. Um, I also wanted to bring up... Um, this, and this was, uh, really about, about some of the myths. And I thought this was kind of interesting how we became convinced that there was going to be some sort of razor blade in our candy, right? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And there's been a lot of rumors as such, but this is kind of interesting. Um, the paranoia about tainted candy spiked in the early 1980s after a rash of Tylenol poisonings. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. The cyanide laced uh, type mm. Tylenol that was sold on the shelves. All Do you know that, eight of them. Okay. There's a backstory to that. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, there was a whistleblower that said that those those were some deaths they tried to get away with, um, that were whistleblowers for the government, and they tried to get away f- with them by by saying that all of Tylenol was tainted, oh. even though they were targeted mm-hmm, mm. to kind of cover that up. But anyway. Um, so there's that. And in 1964, uh, a New York woman um, named Helen uh, Field was arrested for handing out things like ant poison and dog b- and dog biscuits to kids. Um, when questioned, she said she was joking and gave those items only to kids that she felt too old to be trick or treating. This is clear back in the 60s. Um, and no children were ever poisoned. Okay. Um, in 74, a guy gave cyanide lace pixie sticks to five children, including his son and his son died. Um, And they they said that this was actually something he wanted to do to his son. Um, The other kids that got him did not eat them. But this is these were the only cases that they have. Everything else has been and these were more this was more targeted. Right. But it's so interesting to me how this stuff. Okay. let me let me put it this way. Did you check your kids candy all the time? No. (laughs) You bad parents. You know, because I (laughs) knew. Most people do. These were
2: targeted things. (laughs) Right. It wasn't just somebody against Halloween. Mm -hmm. It was obvious that... I I mean, it just wasn't something... And I knew my neighborhood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I, I I've never really sat there and gone through it or checked, and and truly there aren't uh, the stories of the razor blades and no. the candy, and for some reason we have become super uh, helicopter ish over Halloween, and I'm not I'm not quite sure why because how many kids have been kidnapped on Halloween in costume.
2: Um, none.
1: I mean, there just aren't a lot of stories to prop up this sort of no. safety overkill. Yeah.
2: But I do, you know, I do remember when I was a kid, mm-hmm. we used to get a lot of homemade stuff. Right. That you just don't get But anymore. did
1: you live through it?
2: No, I died at age eight. <laughs> I'm here on Halloween haunting you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you.
1: <laughs> See, I made yeah. my point. Um, so, yeah. It, See, everybody lived to tell the tell. I mean, come on. Course. Yeah. I mean, I love it when people do homemade donuts and all those things. And I know there's a lot of people. I know there's a city councilman in Santa Clara that does it. I think it's. I. I just think this is so cool that people do it. And
2: if you don't like it, don't take it.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like this. How many kids at school died because somebody made cookies and had the kid bring them in for None. a birthday? Yeah. <clears throat> we don't. We, we, sometimes we fail uh, to kind of look at why something's being implemented. And then we don't reason it out. We just go, oh, we must need that. Oh, we must need that. Oh, we must need that. And I don't but think I did.
2: figured that out a long time ago. What's up? Humans aren't capable of rational thought anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is the truth. That is the truth. We've all had lobotomies, yeah. I swear. Um, and uh, I just wanted to say for the record that, honestly, there really aren't a tremendous amount of accidents with kids. There really are there really is not. People tend to be more careful driving through a neighborhood. Um, we don't have a rash of kidnappings on Halloween. Um, I can understand with little littles, but I think the ones that watch the 12-year-old running around or 10-year-old, I mean, maybe, maybe you know, loosen the leash a little. Let them, let them run around your block.
2: You, you know, nationwide, <laughs> there are more children injured by cars at Halloween. Mm-hmm. But the number's so minuscule, it's like well, the, meaningless.
1: All the, all the kids are outside on the street. I yeah. mean, in America, in general, it so has of course, to go up. Of, a of little. course, you're going to have a little, yeah. but but
2: it's minuscule. Yeah,
1: it's it's not what we think it is, and why we implement the safety guru measures that we do. I think that's become a problem for us. We keep spiraling it out of control because somebody out there keeps going, we need to do, we need to do something more. We need to do something more. We're going to moor ourselves into a, into a hole we can never climb out of. I, I really feel that way. I think sometimes we need to loosen it up a little bit and say, well, you know, kid, I've raised you right, make good decisions. If you go out, you know, try to, try to go along with what I've taught you to do. Yeah, I don't know seems like that should be how it works but but I know and, and trust me I'm in the same trap sometimes too so I get it but I just I'm really grateful to see communities embrace embrace what this is I don't love necessarily what Halloween stands for and I've never been a big Halloween person I'm just not and I know people that are good for you, but I—I just that's just not me. I've never truly loved what it's about, but I do love what I get to see when I see people just being nice to each other. I think that is just the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. And how do you get a whole country to be in on something? You know, a little girl dresses up like a princess and goes to the door, and there are perfect strangers, you know, telling her she looks like a princess and how cute she is. I just think that's pretty nice.
2: I like to tell her. You're the 42nd princess I've seen tonight. You do not.
1: He's, you know, you know why He tries to make himself look like that, and I know he's a softie. So, um, no, those little princesses would melt your heart. But, you know, that's another lesson for us is get those kids over to the nursing homes. Get them over to uh, the, the homes that don't don't see a lot of neighborhood interaction. Let's really try as a community to make sure that people get visited. This is, this is one of the only nights a year that you get to really interact with your neighbors. And the kids get to know who they are. What a great opportunity. Please send your trick or treat. You know, and, and meet them. I think it's great. People really do. They buy the candy and they really want people to show up. Yep. And the nursing homes would be great. Call ahead, make sure that they're accepting kids. But so many of them are ready to to have kids come through the door. Let's make their night. We'll be right back with Chris Ann Hall on the uh, national show. Be right back.
0: In the palm of your hand. Only Ford Pass combines roadside assistance, Ford Pass rewards, and now when you buy or lease a new Ford, earn points you can use toward flexible complementary maintenance. Ford Pass, built to keep you moving. Built Ford proud. Visit your participating Ford dealership to find out about earning points for flexible complementary maintenance when you buy or lease a new Ford and sign up for rewards. Roadside assistance is included for certain Ford owners and available to everyone for a per-service fee. Ford reserves the right to change program details without obligations. Visit your participating dealer or fordpassrewards.com for program rules and restrictions. FordPass, compatible with select smartphone platforms, is available via download.